0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Everyday Black History. Happy hump day to everyone out there. I hope your week is going by so far, is going well, and the weekend, as I say every every uh, uh, midweek when I do my podcast, the weekend is on the horizon, so hopefully the rest of your week will be good, and your weekend will be even better, if provided you don't work on the weekend. But hopefully so far, all your weeks are going well. And now we can get into a little bit of black history as we do here on Everyday Black History. And today we're going to be highlighting a woman by the name of Dr. Claudia Alexandria. Ale- Alexander. excuse me. And Dr. Claudia Alexander was a, a research scientist specializing in geophysics and planetary science. She worked for uh, different uh, agencies such as the United States Geological Survey and NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. She was the last project man- manager of uh, NASA's Galileo mission to Jupiter, and she served as project managers for uh, and scientists of NASA's um, uh, of the NASA-led European Rosetta mission, uh, which was a mission to study uh, comets on the planet of Jupiter. But a little bit of background information on her: uh, she was born in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. But she was raised in Santa Clara, California, by her mother, who was a corporate librarian for, for Intel, and her father, who was a who was a social worker. Uh, and although she wanted to be a journalist, her parents, who paid for her education, wanted her to become an engineer. She became interested in uh, planetary science after she took a summer job at the Ames Research Center. And um, although she wasn't hired to work in the engineering section, she would sneak off to the science section and um, where, where she began to realize that she had a natural knack for science and that it was more enjoyable to her than she initially thought it would be. Uh, she received her bachelor's degree from the University of California, Berkeley in geophysics in 1983, and um, she received her master's from UCLA in geophysics and space physics in 1985 her thesis um, used the pioneer venus orbiter data where where she uh studied the solar cycle variations in extreme ultraviolet radiation of the venus ionosphere and its interaction with the solar wind so i can imagine that was an interesting thesis project for her she then earned her phd in atmospheric oceanic and space sciences Um, from the University of Michigan in 1993 where she specialized in the physics of space plasma now after um, receiving her uh, master's degree uh, she worked at the United States Geological Survey where she studied plate tectonics and um, where she observed the Jovian moons um, before before she moved to NASA's jet propulsion laboratory in 1986 she then worked as a science coordinator for the plasma wave instrument aboard the Galileo spacecraft, but she became the project manager for the mission in its final phases. Now, the interesting thing about that mission uh, is that it discovered 21 new moons on um, on the planet of Jupiter, and it even uh, discovered the presence of an atmosphere on one of its moons, the largest moon. And um, her research and, and her discoveries from um, that came from that mission that she that she headed, uh, it uh, actually caused scientists to rethink their assumptions about this moon being an an inactive moon in Jupiter. Uh, so her her uh, the pro- this project that she ran actually made some major break- breakthroughs as far as uh, planetary science. She was the final project manager for the mission, and she oversaw uh, the spacecraft's dive into Jupiter's atmosphere in 2003 when the mission was concluded. She worked as a researcher on um, a bunch of different topics, from the evolution and in, in interior physics of comets to Jupiter and his moons, uh, plate tectonics, space, uh, space plasma, the discontinuities, the discontinuities and expansions of uh, solar wind, and even the planet Venus. She even worked on, uh, as a space coordinator for um, 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 a mission to Saturn as well. So uh, throughout her time at NASA, she um, she uh, was the project manager or coordinator for a lot of missions to different planets in our atmosphere. She, as most uh, black women in the science, technology, engineering and math fields, she was uh, um, an advocate for women and minorities to join that field. And uh, she was a she was very passionate about it. She actually led a TED talk. In 2015 at the Columbia College in Chicago entitled the compelling nature of locomotion and the strange case of childhood education where she demonstrated her approach for educating children about science and she was also a mentor to a lot of young people especially young girls of color to encourage their passions for science as we mentioned earlier she um, served as a project scientist for NASA's role in Rosetta which was a uh, European Space Agency mission to study and um, Land on a comet um, related to Jupiter and on that mission. She was responsible for 35 million in instrumentation Collecting data such as temperature from three instruments on the orbiter and she oversaw the tracking and navigation um, Of NASA's deep space network for the spacecraft Uh, She also had other passions she was um, uh, she had a passion for writing she wrote a few uh, children books as well um, such as Windows to Adventure, which was a series, Which of the Mountains is Greatest of All, and Windows to the Morning Star. Uh, she also wrote science fiction books. Um, she was a member of the Romance Writers of America. And she used her writing skills to contribute to another one of her passions, which was tennis, in which she actually wrote for the Bleacher Report tennis blog. She also wrote uh, 14 papers, um, uh, she also co-authored 14 papers regarding um, uh, the scientific field in which she was a part of planetary science. So um, there's a lot of uh, papers with her, there's a lot of papers that she co-authored detailing her scientific findings and discoveries. She was awarded from the University of Michigan um, where she was named the uh, UM Woman of the Year in Human Relations in 2002. Um, where she earned the Atmospheric, Oceanic, and Space Sciences Alumni Merit Award. She was awarded the Emerald Honor uh, for Women of Color in Research and Engineering by Career Communications Group in 2003. There, was a, there is a Claudia Alexander Scholarship named after her, um, which helps undergraduate students um, <clears throat> to uh, uh, which helps undergrad students or, or need-based students to uh, majoring in climate and space sciences and engineering um, at the University of michigan's College of Engineering, so it's a scholarship named after for that college for people in those and uh, those uh, majors. She was a member of the American Geophysical Union where she served as a chair for the diversity committee and she was also um, honored by her colleagues at the european at the european space agency's um, uh, her colleagues from the European Space Agency's Rosetta mission, um, where uh, uh, where they they honored her by naming a feature after her on the mission's uh, target, the comet that they uh, were researching. They named the feature of the comet after her. It's a gate-like feature on the comet that has been renamed the C Alexander Gate. Unfortunately, she died july eleventh twenty fifteen in California after a ten year battle with breast cancer. But as we can see, her legacy lives on as she um through her through her work and even through the scholarships that she's founded to help you know women of color and minority women to get into the science and technology field she's an example as many of the people that we highlight here on everyday black history for their work and for the example that they provide for um africans african americans or all of us for the african diaspora so uh dr claudia alexander we thank you for your contribution to black history and cl- uh, black culture and we salute you now that concludes this episode of everyday black history uh please continue to tune in and support um we're on youtube uh everyday black history we got the videos um up there we're on facebook we're on twitter instagram and the podcast is on spotify itunes google anywhere where you listen to um podcasts you can find um everyday black history so thank you for the support and please continue to uh support us and show us love and stay tuned for the next episode